Hi and welcome to Come Back With Connor. Now, I said I was going onto the YouTube space and here I am in a segment called Connor's Coffee Hour. Now, what is that? It's basically where I'm going to talk about some coffees that I've had with guests. Now, I'm in the vibrant, bustling city of Saigon where coffee shops are in abundance. I might as well share some of the subjects that happen afterwards. One of the great benefits of living in Saigon and hosting the podcast is that I will do the podcast with a guest. We'll have this amazing conversation and then they will say to me, let's grab coffee. And I'll say, yeah. And we will genuinely want to see each other because we've had this conversation on the podcast. Catch up, delve a bit deeper into some of the topics discussed or indeed not. It's always one of the top five benefits of doing the podcast. I would certainly recommend. Now, if you are interested in podcasting, the Comeback Podcast and what it is all about, you can check out the Spotify link below. Nearly 500 episodes, purely on Spotify, audio only, but more interviews are coming to you in the visual space here on YouTube. So like, subscribe if you wish. This is my introduction to YouTube, so please be forgiving and you know remember that in the comments if that's okay. So coffee shop hour, there are three topics I want to talk about in this inaugural one. One of which being the live gigging scene. Now, just for some context, I was quite active in going to concerts and gigs and festivals back when I lived in the UK prior to 2019's move to Vietnam. And I think I've said throughout many podcasts, I've not actually been homesick too many times during this, let's say, sabbatical, which went a bit too long. And the main reason is because Vietnam has a lot to offer. I mean, you can meet people from all over the world, wide-ranging international communities, different hobbies and experiences, beautiful weather, getaways to places like Phu Oc and Con Dao. But the one thing that's lacking, if I had to really say something, would probably be the lack of professional live music. Now that changed in Saigon last week when we had Jack White from The White Stripes coming to play his first show in Vietnam as part of his tour. Now when you see the international artists, you always see them go to Bangkok, you always see Manila, Singapore, and there's always Vietnam lacking, and maybe that's because of lack of space, or lack of knowledge, or there's a whole host of reasons, but Jack White actually came last week and broke the mold, where I've been here three years, and it was my first, let's say, professional concert experience. People who've been here six years, seven years, eight years, also didn't have that up until now. So Jack White coming seems like the pivotal moment. It seems like a real catalyst for what could happen in Saigon moving forward. And just my thoughts on the gig in general, it was absolutely outstanding. Just having this professional musician such as Jack absolutely blow everyone away. Just with his band, his performance, his energy, and just seeing a whole expat crowd exploding as a result. I've not seen anything like that in a while where everyone seems collectively completely immersed and it made me think of I suppose the live gigging experience which I've sorely missed since coming to Vietnam and I'm sure many others have too. How influential it can be. For example the next day I had class at like 7.30 in the morning and I was absolutely on a high. I was in there like the Seven Nation Army ringing in the mind and I'm sure I wasn't the only one amongst the Saigon expat community. As a result of that, I can't see why this can't be the catalyst for more international acts, whether it be rock stars, people in pop. I saw that even Harry Styles had a tour in Singapore and Bangkok. Bring it to Vietnam because the venue, the organizers, everyone who came together to make this show great 
really delivered and it was an absolute roaring success and I don't think I'm the only person who would say this so that's my ultimate thoughts on like the Jack White experience and I hope there's more to come shout out to Loud Minority and everybody who helped that happen number two is a coffee talk I had with a guest now we range between deep life conversations podcast and business and football and I think that's the perfect mix to be honest with you because I can happily do the deep stuff I can happily do the business Excuse me, but I also do enjoy the football side of things, especially coming up to the Football World Cup. So as a result of this, we were talking about one of the most high-profile players, Harry Maguire. Now as a Manchester United and England fan, Harry Maguire is a divisive figure, especially for me. Yet, I think some of the criticism borders on really intense and brutal, to be honest, to the point where you actually forget there's a human behind this. And apparently he did an interview in the Times recently where he actually says this. And you do forget this guy is a human. He's 29 years old, he's extremely young, and he's getting absolutely pillied in all quarters. And I just pray that he has some kind of positive tournament similar to the Euros and just tries to rebuild that image because I'm worried it will never come back. And I say this as somebody who literally hosts a podcast called The Comeback and talks about comebacks constantly. And I pray, and I seriously pray, Harry Maguire makes one of the biggest comebacks possible in either leading England towards the trophy, which nearly happened 18 months ago, or stepping up the game for Manchester United. Because I, I pray, I think, just for generally somebody's health, regardless of whether they're for my team or not, I hope they do better. And I think that Harry Maguire, another podcast guest actually said to me that Simpsons quote, stop, stop, he's already dead. That does sum up Maguire's situation where you almost think how much can a person take? And he's been through so much personally off the field. I think Maguire really does need a break and I'm praying the World Cup is almost the catalyst for his comeback. And then in subsequent years, maybe three or four years down the line, I can hopefully do an interview and say, Harry, this is where it all started. So I hope that this is kind of the catalyst for Maguire's comeback coming up in Qatar. Um, that's number two. So Jack White and Harry Maguire, fairly trivial matters. But the third one, the third one is fairly deep, to be honest with you. It is about the idea of responsibility fall and what you are in charge of when dealing with other people. As in, you cannot control what happens to you, but you can control how you react. Now, one thing that I am aware of here is if somebody says something to you, it's completely your responsibility whether you take it in, whether you take it personally. And I do understand that. Yet, upon having a coffee shop conversation, shall we say, with an acquaintance, the individual we were speaking about was saying that you can say something to somebody and if they take it in, it's their responsibility. Now, I think that's almost an abstinence where you can actually, from your own thing, look at what you're saying, look at what you're doing and really analyze that kind of behavior. Where if you just say unkind things to people and then you get a negative response, you can't be too surprised. You can't say, well, they shouldn't have taken it personally. They're taking it all in. I feel like you have a duty to control your reactions in all situations, but also your words. And if you think that this could cause some kind of conflict and it isn't coming from, say, an honest, constructive phase, then be very cautious about doing it. I know a lot of people who hide behind this mask of, I just say it how it is, I'm blunt and direct, deal with it, until you then give them the same criticism and then the response isn't quite as <laughs> isn't quite as blunt, shall we say. There's always like a hidden layer. I just think that 
Being responsible for your reactions is absolutely key, but also your words. Now really think about the value you'll bring to a conversation, where if you're sat there having this mutual exchange and somebody says to you something that you perhaps could perceive as hurtful, really think where they're coming from and are they trying to provide value. And vice versa, if you're having the conversation and you say this, think about how that's going to go down. It's generally, I mean, I'm not sure if I articulated that in the most effective way that I wanted to, but I think being responsible for your words and your reactions is absolutely crucial. Those are the three topics I've chosen to discuss in this first coffee shop with Connor. Now, there are many, many coming up, both coffees I've had with guests, World Cup previews, football conversations, podcast reviews, book reviews, and many, many more things. One of the realizations from doing 500 audio podcasts is it's about time that I go out into the visual space of YouTube. So be forgiving as it's my, I suppose, introductory period, but the honeymoon stage, shall we say, but um, hopefully you enjoy, hopefully you enjoy. And if you do, please like, subscribe, comment, share, you know the drill. That would be hugely appreciated for myself, I'll come back and more. And if you want to listen to the audio ones, as I mentioned at the beginning, the link will be in the comments and in the show notes. Thank you very much if you came here for the first ever one. I hope I somewhat did it justice and see you for the next one.